Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. In this episode, we take a look at one of the best two-player games around, Patchwork, a game about quilting. I should start with the disclaimer that the entire extent of my quilting experience is sleeping under quilts, which I do like very much. Quilting is a rather unexpected theme for a board game, but we've reviewed games on this podcast about growing herbs, birdwatching, and sending love letters, so why not a game about quilting? Patchwork is a colorful 2014 game designed by Uwe Rosenberg with art by Clemens Franz that takes the notion of patches on a quilt and turns it into an elegantly designed game for exactly two players. While many classic games like chess and checkers are two-player only games, most modern board games are designed for two to four or five or even more players, and many of these don't actually play that well with just two. I think it must be hard to design a quality two-player game, but Patchwork threads that needle. Because I got these little tiny time ones. I'll get that one. I've got that one. <laughs> like that way. I only have five, five buttons. Oh. You can get that one. That one's kind of awkward, but I will respect your choices here. Yay! But it's all the way over there, so you may not get it right away. In Patchwork, players take on the role of quilters, selecting and adding patches from a common pool onto their quilts. Each player's quilt is represented by a board with a 9 by 9 grid of squares. And each patch is a little cardboard piece made out of two or more connecting squares that fit that grid. These patches are really attractive, with colorful depictions of different patterns and fabrics. There's a bit of a Mary Inglebright vibe to the art, if you, or maybe your mom, know that folksy illustrator. Your goal is to fill up as much of your quilt as you can with these patches. A bit like the classic game Tetris, except you can place your patches anywhere on your quilt, and they stay there until the end of the game. So, yeah, Patrick is like two-player Tetris crossed with Mary Inglebright. That's a combination I never expected to say out loud. But it totally works, and the game looks incredible on the table. Okay, here's the tricky part. Some of these I may not even be able to use. Like, there's nowhere I can put this. Oh! I should probably put that somewhere. I need that L. Please don't. That one fits right there. I need that L. I need it! Well, that would be good for you. You're running out of time, though. It's your problem. I know. I need it. Quick terminology sidebar. The shapes of the patches in patchwork are called polyominoes. You're probably familiar with dominoes. Those are formed by connecting two squares along an edge to form a rectangle. Polyominoes are also formed by connecting squares along edges, but you're not limited to just two. If you can picture those shapes from Tetris, those are all polyominoes. Say it with me, polyominoes. Now see if you can work that into a conversation today. When you set up patchwork, each player gets a blank quilt, that 9x9 grid I mentioned. All the patches are then dumped on the table and shaped into a big ring around a central board. That's the time tracking board, where each player has a token that moves around a spiral path toward the center of the board. Time is one of the two currencies in patchwork. Every time you take a patch from the ring to add to your quilt, you move along the time tracking board as many spaces as the patch specifies. The other currency in patchwork is buttons. The game comes with a pile of button tokens, and you start off with a few of them at the beginning of the game. 
Each patch you take not only has a time cost, but also a button cost. You get more buttons by adding patches to your quilt with the button icon. At several points in the game, all the button icons you've added to your quilt generate buttons for you, which you can use to buy more patches. Okay. I have all these buttons. I'm gonna get three. Here. Okay. Right here. Nice, so that's one time. So you get an income. Ooh. So that's 12, what? right? Yeah, 12. Hold on, we're gonna do it this way, this, just this time. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Still your turn. <laughs> okay, I have all these. So mind your time. Whichever player is further behind on the time track takes the next turn. There's a spool token that moves along the ring of patches, and when it's your turn, you can buy one of the three patches in front of the spool if you have the buttons for it. You select a patch, pay the button cost, add it to your quilt, pay the time cost by moving your token along the time track, then move the spool around the ring to the spot where you took your patch. This gives the next player, which might be you again depending on what's happening on the time track, a different set of three patches to choose from. When both players have reached the end of the time track, the game is over. Count up your buttons and subtract two for each empty square on your quilting grid. Highest score wins. Having those two resources, time and buttons, make for interesting choices in the game. You're always making trade-offs between the two, since there's only so much time you get, but buttons are both a resource and a way to score points. There's also the geometric challenge of fitting those new patches onto your quilt. Once a patch is added, it can't be moved, because, you know, you sewed it there. So you have to work new patches into the available empty spaces. That's where the game is a bit like Tetris, and players who aren't fond of spatial reasoning might not be crazy about it. But it's fine to pick up a patch and try it out on your quilt before committing to it. Finding just the right patch to fill a gap in your quilt feels really good. That's why Tetris was so addictive and why people usually want to play patchwork more than once. And with these three to pick from. Um, get in that. Hold on, is that, Five, let's think about, oh no, that's probably your best one. Six, seven. But it's six on time, that'll be your last move of the game. And it fits. Oh, hey, you're in pretty good shape over there. Buttons are points, but as I said, you lose two points for every empty square in your quilt at the end of the game. So you want patches that generate buttons, but you also want patches that cover a lot of squares. Those aren't often the same patches, which adds to the interesting choices. And of course, you're also trying to find patches that are affordable, both in terms of time and buttons. I find that most new players underestimate how important it is to fill the squares. They get sidetracked by generating buttons and then end up with negative points at the end of the game. The mechanic where the player who is behind on the time track goes next, that takes a little getting used to as well, but it's very satisfying. Everyone has the same amount of time to spend on patches, and it can be really fun to take two or three turns in a row after your opponent has jumped ahead. Patchwork comes in a pretty small box, so it's nice and portable, but spreading out those patches at the start of the game means you need a fair amount of table space to play. The game plays in 15 to 30 minutes, and it's rated for ages 8 and up, but I've played it with 6 and 7 year olds. There's nothing hidden in the game, it's what's called a perfect information game, so it's easy to help a younger player consider their choices. And you have just four choices each turn, the three patches in front of the spool to pick from, or the option to jump ahead on the time track for some free buttons. That makes the game easy to teach and easy to learn. I recently played with my 8 year old niece. She picked up the game in no time, lost her first game, and immediately said, let's play again. Well, because I have 
but it's pretty close because I'm going to lose two, four, six, eight, ten points, and I have 19. So you had 10 and I had 19. So you won. I did win, but it's actually pretty close. I want to play again. I want to play again. <laughs> play again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This time I'll go for the big ones. <laughs> yeah, you got to cover those squares, right? She clobbered me in that second game using a strategy I hadn't even seen before. She's pretty awesome. Patchwork isn't super cutthroat like some other two-player games. Yes, you can keep an eye on what your opponent needs for her quilt and sometimes keep her from getting it, but you can't really mess them up until the very end of the game when the quilt gets really tight. Patchwork is a fantastic date night game for couples because it's low conflict and easy to talk while you're playing it. If you like Patchwork and you like holidays, you're in luck because they've come out with multiple themed editions of the game, including American, Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day, and more. I got the Christmas edition last year, so I gave my original version to a friend. All the versions are pretty adorable, although the use of eyeballs for buttons in the Halloween edition is maybe a little creepy. And if you like the part of Patchwork where you pick a tile and place it on your quilt, you might like other tile placement games, like King Domino, which I reviewed back in episode one of the podcast, or other favorites like Carcassonne and Isle of Sky. That's it for this episode of the First Player Token Podcast. See the show notes for photos of Patchwork, as well as links to our socials and a link to buy a First Player Token coffee mug. And if you found one of our game recommendations useful, would you share the podcast with a friend or review it on your favorite podcast app? That would mean a lot. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. And then I literally can't buy anything because I only have holes left. So, one, two, three buttons. And another income phase. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I might nine, win. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Um, I didn't count those chickens. Chickens? There's chickens in this game? <laughs>